Today is my 28th birthday. I don't usually feel any real sense of dread about aging. In fact, I've been genuinely looking forward to turning 30. I do feel like I've gotten better each year that I've aged, even if just incrementally wiser, bolder, more comfortable in my skin. I actually really love the handful of tiny gray hairs I spot shining on my skull every so often. I wonder if part of it is just how uncomfortable I was with myself when I was younger, and seeing tangible proof that I am in fact getting older is a relief. Like, ah, yes, I'm not that child anymore, even though I still feel like her sometimes. It's hard to quantify if each year has truly been better than the last, but 27 was definitely a good one. It was the first full year of my life spent living in New York. And as I embark on the next one, standing at mile marker 28 and looking out at the distance I have to go before 29, I've decided on doing that thing where I impose made-up rules and strictures to make sure that I adequately express myself creatively. Every time it's been long enough after my last short-form audio project, I start to crave that process again, and I completely forget the pain it caused at the end each time. You know how they say the human body erases memories from the experience of childbirth so that we willingly do it again? I must have that for a podcast, some biological reflex built in to forget the pain of creating so that I continue to propagate the podcast population. I only completed the month-long daily challenge once, in February of 2019. The next two attempts I gave up on after two weeks because that's exactly when the burnout starts to sink in. I definitely am proud of things that I made in both 2020 and 2021, though. I want to give myself the space to do more in this format, and I think the sustainable way to do that is the way normal people release podcasts. Once a week, not once a day. So that's what I'm gonna do. Starting with this, the first week of being 28 here in January of 2023, I'm going to vow to attempt to make an audio piece of 10 minutes or less once a week, every week until the day I turn 29. I always like to start these things with a sort of state of the union. I've never been one for New Year's resolutions. First of all, I don't like to make big lofty goals I know I'm never going to accomplish. I know myself, and it really only serves to disappoint later. But I think I have done better at being more forgiving of myself in recent years. But don't quote me on that. Even so, I still have a massive sore spot for not doing things I said I was going to do, even if it impacts no one but me. I did come into this year with some hopes and dreams. I'll call them that more so than goals, makes them a little less actionable, more like, oh, I hope this thing comes to pass, never mind that it's very much a goal that can only be achieved if I put forth concerted effort to get there. But first, I thought it might be nice to pat myself on the back for some things that I did accomplish in the last year. I have a new job. This is the really big one. It's entirely changed my life in a lot of ways, and quite frankly, a lot of it is just that it's allowed me to be comfortable with a livable salary. I can enjoy my life and do the things I want to do without a massive guilt lurking behind my every move. But the cherry on top is that I also genuinely really like the people I work with. My last job had absolutely no workplace culture, and the people I worked with directly genuinely seemed to despise everyone around them. There was nothing even remotely fulfilling about it, and because it wasn't a very hard job, I honestly didn't realize how soul-crushing it was until I took a breath of fresh air in an office of people who are easy to talk to, who seem like they genuinely care about me and my own success and well-being. This summer, my family lost my grandmother, something I have a lot of complex feelings about. But I feel that for a few weeks there, when it first happened, I was actually able to support both my parents through it. I felt like an actually decent daughter, like I was there for them in the ways that they needed me to be, something I often carry a lot of shame for not being good enough at. 
The fallout from this loss is far from tied up, and the fundamental structure of my family is changed forever, but it feels like something I can handle. Not be okay with, but handle. After a year of watching travel restrictions change, and change back, and change again, and wondering desperately when I'd ever even have enough money to feel like I could buy a plane ticket, this summer, my long-distance girlfriend from Canada, I know how it sounds, was finally able to visit me in New York. I got to celebrate her birthday and introduce her to my friends and show her all of my favorite places. I got to cook with her, which is something that I dream of doing all the time. And that's not so much of an accomplishment on my part, just something that made me extremely happy this year. But the part that did feel like an accomplishment a little bit was that she actually came to meet my family in Virginia for Thanksgiving. I was so grateful to spend that holiday time with her and get to show her all my favorite places in Charlottesville and introduce her to friends there. And honestly, watching the culture shock of a mild-mannered Canadian observing an abrasive, aggressive New Jersey Italian family was an incredible bonus. If I can give her props for a 2022 accomplishment real quick, she got accepted into grad school and just moved into a new apartment in a new town and just started her first semester this month, so I am very, very excited to get to visit her and learn her world just as she's gotten to learn mine. I didn't write this year nearly as much as I wanted to, but right at the end of the year there, I actually started a new long-term writing project that I think will see a lot of work and mileage in 2023. It's exciting and fills me with hope, and letting myself pursue this actually took some work to not to let go of my other big project that I've been working on, but reminding myself that even though I haven't gotten as far with that project as I hoped, doesn't mean I need to swear off all other ideas until I make worthy progress on that one. I'll talk about the new one more in the next section. Speaking of which, here are some of the things that I would like to accomplish in 2023. It's no big deal if I don't accomplish them, though that might be a lie because it'll probably feel like a really big deal and I'll feel like a consummate failure, but I'm going to do my best to talk myself down from that when it happens. This is a silly one, but it's actually not that silly and it's actually going to be very, very difficult for me. I want to go to the doctor. I have not been to a doctor in years thanks to raging medical anxiety that stems from both inexperience and insurance insecurity. I don't think I'm in poor health or anything, but there are things that I just should probably get checked out just to know what the hell is going on in there. I have so, so many hangups about seeing doctors and so many anxieties about knowing what is going on in my body. So, jeez, I could use some, I, like, I don't know, advice and commiseration, prayers, whatever you have on that one. We'll see if I start movement on that before Q4. Sort of in the same line, but more approachable to me. I would like to look for a new therapist. I've been clinging on to the therapist I had in Charlottesville, who I truly felt so blessed to be paired with a few years ago. She feels like my therapist soulmate, so giving her up to move on to someone else feels insane and incredibly risky. I really think not being in therapy has allowed my brain to slip back and settle into some old beliefs and patterns, and I really think I need to get into a regular routine to keep them at bay. Here's my most exciting one, and it's a follow-up to what I hinted at at the end of my last year accomplishments. I kind of started writing a novel. I don't want to go into too much detail about it because it makes me sick describing my ideas in only a few words, but one element that I'm really excited about is that I'm setting it in the area that I grew up, the beach towns surrounding Atlantic City, and I want to shine a light on the strange, gilded sort of dirtbag magic of some of the most bizarre features of the area. And of course, it's a queer romance. So I'm just very excited to sit with this project a lot and let it bloom and grow. And then I'll end with this, which is really applicable to this whole podcast project itself. I want to feel less shame. 
I think something I always struggle with, not just with these kinds of projects, but all my creative endeavors, is the voice in my mind that yells at me, who cares? I am always plagued by that guy in there. He's always like, wow, you are really so self-important that you think anyone gives a shit about what you think about this or that or about how you feel. You really think it means anything to anyone if you make this project or not. This time, I really want to say, fuck that guy. I get it, and like, he's probably right. Who cares? Who is listening? No one, and that is fine. Making this does not necessarily mean I think someone cares. It means I think it would be nice if someone did, but I'm not going around shoving headphones on people's ears, forcing them to listen to me expound about how I feel about my dad, and then saying, what did you think? Was it good? Tell me I'm good. And I don't know if that sounds like a stretch, like, obviously, that's not what it is, but I really have an issue with subscribing to this reality, where the mere act of creating something is just as good as screaming, pay attention to me, in people's faces. It's not. I, I don't know how to unravel that feeling from the act of creating, because it draws me back and stops me from doing things at all sometimes. And it happens on things that aren't even me-focused, like original fiction. And I just really want to be mindful of that voice and stop it in its tracks more, check its credentials and see if it actually has any business being here. I want to be proud of what I make, and say so without feeling guilty for it. I want to self-promote without feeling like it's an inherently disingenuous act. I want to feel more free to create for no reason, and believe that I don't have any weird ulterior motives other than expressing myself and making myself happy. So that's where we stand at the beginning of this show of this year, of this era of being 28 years old. If you do end up listening to this show somehow, if you have any thoughts you want to share, reactions, feedback, something you want to talk to me about, I would deeply love to hear what you're thinking. You can feel free, so, so welcome, to reach out to me however you want by email at allison at backcamp.org, on Twitter at Allison Perone, Perone with three R's in the middle, on Instagram at Allison Perone. But if you are listening, I want to say welcome. Thank you for listening, and Happy New Year! This has been week one of 2023 and Me, a mini-podcast in which I make an audio piece of 10 minutes or less every week this year.